You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the Half-Ass Podcast. And now, here's a person to say something. I like that's a power move. Standing? I need to do that. Like, fuck, I can't sit. Like, any of Maddie's dance shit when you start getting into... Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. Painful. Yeah, like, when we go and we sit down, I'm like, when can we walk around? <laughs> like, how right. long until Maddie's done? Like, literally, my hip isn't going to take it. Like, such an, such an old guy sentence to say, I can't yeah. sit in the chair too long because of my hip. It'll... It's that Cat Williams bit. He's like, when you're 20, you can do whatever. He's like, when you when you get up there, you yawn the wrong way and your back's thrown out for two weeks. <laughs> That's true. I literally, I had a pulled muscle in the side of my face um, coming down like through the cheek and the neck. I thought it was from my headphones clamping on my head too tight. Uh, I figured out what it is. It's literally from when my alarm goes off in the morning, I lean up from the bed and grab my phone and look at it and yeah. just doing that and then just laying from back being, down. Like, stretched out yeah yeah it's literally from just leaning out or t- trying to take a drink where you don't want to sit all the way up and it's yeah pull the muscle from that the worst one i've ever really had is like you sleep on your neck wrong and you can't mm. look one way <laughs> oh right? man um, what is a, a couple months ago, I strained a muscle in my neck from watching a supermarket sweep in my buddy's shed. <laughs> the the oh, TV man, was I haven't heard the, that forever. Oh man. It's free on Pluto. So, uh, yeah, it's a looking, classic looking to the left was, I did that for like 10 minutes for half an episode for like a week. My fucking neck was killing me like supermarket sweep. You did this. Have you ever seen that? Like early 2000s game show where they did like a fake American Idol and pretended that bad singers were really good. I heard about it, but I don't think I ever actually watched that. Like they made this girl truly believe she was becoming like becoming a superstar. And like at the end, you can tell they start to realize like, yeah, you're doing something terrible (laughs) and they just like, don't just come out and tell her like, okay, well that was fun then. It is. It was bad. Well, it takes a certain level of delusion to to think you're that good. Oh and, yeah. I mean, I think we've all known at least one person like that, and maybe not even necessarily in singing, but in and, any given skill, like like the 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 girl you know that thinks she's absolutely amazing looking when yep. that's not really the case. And she's hostile towards like, any other girl. That's a threat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yep. But yeah, you everyone. And it's weird because I know people like that, that are like totally normal in every aspect. And then they're just like really far gone. And like that, like they just truly believe that they're really good at something. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Like they're totally normal besides that. <laughs> right but i think i'm a fucking guitar god but check this out yeah it's like tom cruise it's like dude you're killing everything why are you a scientologist <laughs> <laughs> like you can fly helicopters and hold on to planes and be the best movie star ever but you fell for a cult i uh, i don't maybe understand. that's because he's got his thetan levels down so he can now he can do all those things uh. yeah 
I don't know. Keep Lord Zenu at bay. There's just weird stuff like that. I just don't understand. Yeah, I, I just don't understand Scientology at all. <laughs> it, Honestly, it's very odd. Well, I I've seen videos of like people who like quit, right? And they'll like have people follow them and harass them. Yeah, especially depending on how far up the ladder they were to how much stuff they know. Like, you know, if if you're on the inside and you've got that information, they're not, they want to make it known that you should probably keep that to yourself. How can you tell if it's a cult or religion? It's like, well, in a religion, that guy's dead, but in a cult, that guy's still alive. (laughs) Right. And, And that's literally, I was about to say that because that is what throws me about Scientology because the dude was still alive and he was verifiably none of the things that the whole religion claims for him to be. Yeah. He (laughs) was like a notorious like fiction writer. Yeah. Like, well, that's the whole thing. The whole thing are based on his shitty fiction novels. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's really bad science fiction. Like but if, if you like think if, about it, all religions like that, based on a shitty fiction novel. <laughs> right. But but like I said, we're close enough to this one that you would think the people would say, oh, yeah, he's he's God. But look at his fucking teeth like they're rotting out of his face. What? I don't think your God would have that. Like, I don't know how you even start to get involved in something like that and start believing it just doesn't make sense. Well, it's just always, it's always the small thing at the beginning where it's, you know, you can see it and they kind of gradually build you up. Yeah. I mean, I can understand it, but uh, like at a certain point, like I said, when, when the guy's right there and he's got rotten teeth, <laughs> I think, yeah. I think that's yeah. a prerequisite. I mean, I have good, good, good fronts at least. Yeah. You go in there, have a dinner. Next thing you know, your deeds in his name. He has all your belongings. You're like, how did this happen? Right. You're cleaning toilets in a fucking mobile home in the Arizona desert. Yeah. New everybody's got, everybody's got matching shoes. Like, wait a second. What is it? With Why do I have shoes? no money now? Why does that guy control my bank account? You wanted a haircut. They cut your fucking hair. It's like where he really got me is those sandals were some of the best sandals I've ever had. And- <laughs> What is that? Jaw harp. I've been trying to bust uh, work it into uh, episodes, but I got to get better at playing it on the fly. Didgeridoo? Is that what that? <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like that. I didn't I even realize a... you had a uh, Javante Williams. Oh, yeah. I loaded up on running backs last year. You motherfucker. Well, it's one of those things where you've got running backs and then a couple of things happen. And next thing you know, you're thin at running back. And then it's <laughs> shit. I need to invest heavily. Looks like it's paying off. Oh, yeah. We're probably still not in the app. Oh, I'm in the app. It's up. Is it it's up it? on the app, but not on the PC. Sons of bitches. Besides that, I mean, you can't really rely on Hilaire. No, that's been that's been iffy. Like I said, when he's healthy, he's been fairly productive, but that hasn't been as often as I have hoped for. Ooh, you got Robinson. How do you think he'll do on the Rams? You think he'll just ball out? It'll definitely be an improvement over the last 
few seasons. So yeah, for sure. I mean, at that stage, <laughs> it's it's going to be an upgrade. Essentially, the last two years, I've had to treat it like he wasn't on my roster. He he really only played in case of an emergency. So now I feel like he's uh, now I start him, and I don't think I worry about it. Yeah, I don't know. Casey's so weird with running backs. Yeah. What was it? Daryl Williams that uh, left there in free agency. I don't think he's signed yet. He had a visit well, the other they day. Had, they had two Williams. They let go of the one the year before. I can't remember the other Williams name. Yeah, and the they one had that they had last year just walked now. Fuck, who did he go have a visit with? Oh, they're going to draft a running back late probably then. Well, they got uh, Ronald Jones. Oh, yeah. Duh. I forgot they did that. So that basically just replaces Williams as his backup. So well, we feeling all right with that as a combo. You should. So Hilaire catchback, I guess. Mm, yeah, probably. I think that's definitely his gig. I think Jones can catch, but I think Hilaire so is probably the better. Pound with two. Jones, Hilaire catcher. Like uh, Williams had a good year last year. I think he had like 1,100 yards and maybe six or eight touchdowns. I could be making that up, but he had a surprisingly good year. And then the Chiefs were like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> and uh, the fact that he hasn't caught on yet. But yeah, Darrell Williams, he he won me a, a DraftKings <laughs> back in the day. Just threw him in towards the end of the season and he went off. Yeah, and I, I don't have him in that league. I don't know though, but it's, it's still KC. Like, can you really judge him? Well, and it's going to be an odd year there too with uh, with Hill getting switched out. It's uh, we, the most mystery we've had in the Kansas City offense coming into a season in a little while. So, and yeah, Juju's I, I'm not really there, sure. Like, right, Juju. What's going to happen? Yeah, they got another Valdez Scaling. Yeah, so apparently they get a speed guy. I said Juju works the intermediate and short stuff. I think he's still a pretty solid route runner. He's got good hands. He's still young. I think you want, what's he can be? 20, 24 maybe? Oh, Juju's perfect. Like, there, I feel like the reason he did so well that year is because Antonio Brown took the main coverage off. Yeah. He completely. just like went nuts. Completely. That's why uh, I said I had guys trying to offer him to me in a dynasty league. And it's like, you, you're forgetting I've seen more of him than you have like he's he's great i enjoyed him but i knew as soon as he was a one it was no gonna be bueno yeah yeah no but when it was just juju and deontay and washington like they struggled he struggled yeah when when brown or brown wasn't pulling that double coverage it was yes it was exactly what i expected to happen he's but like i said he's still only like 24 right now He's the age as a veteran coming Is into he the really second. Only twenty four. Yeah, he came into the league at like twenty. He's the Jeez. age coming into his second contract as a veteran that some guys are going to get drafted at in a couple He's of weeks. Technically, not even really in his prime yet. Exactly. So, like I said, I wasn't expecting him to produce in a first string role in Pittsburgh where there was double coverage to be had, but. He's still got so much room to grow. He could still be that. What was his injury? Was it knee stuff? Broken shoulder. Oh, that's interesting. 
Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly, but if he was throwing a block or what it was, but I remember him getting just fucking stuck. And He's I knew the second body. he got hit. What is he? Is he six one? He's yeah, he's not tiny. I feel like he's kind of big bod. Yeah, he is six one. Yeah. Yeah, he's not small. He's got plenty of room. And time. Yeah, he is young. Yeah, that was that was the same thing uh with Allen Robinson. He came in at 20, so I started snagging him in all of my dynasties. He's on like his, what, third big contract now, and he's still only like 28. Seems like he's been around forever. Yeah, when we signed Sammy Watkins, I was surprised that I found he was only 28 too. I was like, really? Yeah, Yeah. he's another guy that feels like he's ancient, but he's just bounced around. And he doesn't stay on the field, which is a little worrisome, but... yeah. But at least they got something. I mean, that's no that that is like what we needed. Like a guy that's somewhat of a threat. He's you know? a veteran. You sh- you at least know that he should be in the vicinity where he's supposed to be, <laughs> and, and uh, he's got speed still. Uh, definitely an upgrade over anything they had. Yeah, and uh, I like listened to some interview and stuff like that, and Rogers and the, uh, him were talking, hmm. and they're pretty similar like mentality wise which is pretty good sign i'm sure he won't mind hucking it deep to him yeah i mean i was pretty sad that we didn't just sign i mean mvs got more than he deserved but i was hoping we could keep him (sighs) yeah that's one of those deals where somebody puts the offer you know it's like you're probably wise not to match it if it's too much well, now he's got Mahomes thrown to him, so he's going to be good either way. You would think. <laughs> I mean, especially in that offense. Um, I assume they're just going to plug him into that Tyreek Hill role. I don't yep. know. Just if go that deep. Translates. Yeah. I don't know that just anybody can do that with straight line speed. He definitely doesn't have like the like change direction that Tyreek had, but he has like the straight yeah. line that's pretty good. Like Hill's got speed, but he like does all the things at full speed. Yeah. It's different when he does it. I've seen fast guys before. He just, it's it's not the same. Like they'll throw like a curl route to him and he'll like juke like six times in like a two yard span. (laughs) And it's just like, okay. He catches it, takes one step and he's at full speed. Yeah. It's like, oh, and there he went. There he's gone. Very unique player for sure. Yeah. And I guess it wasn't something I, I expected. He's sat on the wire in our 12 man. Oh, I got him off the wires in our dynasty. Yeah. He, he returned two punts when he got on the team and I was like, ah, I'll take a chance on this guy. Well, that was also back when having a Kansas city wide receiver was not a good thing to do. <laughs> they were like historically underproducing. And I think Alex Smith was still at the helm. So it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to get a Kansas city wide receiver. That's going to work out well for me. I've just always had a rule. Like if a guy's like super good at returning, he has some sort of like field vision. That's like very high level. Right. Like I've never understood why those guys that can do that, like Devin Hester, like how do you not just give them a two yard bubble screen over and over and over? Like all this is they didn't do that with him. 
exactly like get him in open space why is this so fucking hand it off to him if you have to pitch it out like let him do the thing he did with some actual blocking prime example cordell patterson they put him at running back top 10 running back he's a gadget player who's good at returning and they're like wait a second let's just give him the ball and see what he does hey this guy's great in the open field and he's hard to bring down he's very elusive let's let's hand it off to him and throw it to him let's Pretty Let's sure see. he finished like running back nine or something. It said it took like fucking 10 years of them. Like, what do we do with him? Well, I'm not sure what to do with him. Uh, well, let's and put him at a wide receiver. If I remember right, he like fell into that role because that one dude got hurt. I can't remember who the original running back was, but yeah, he's been one of those guys. Was it where Davis they... or something on the Falcons that got hurt? And then they're yeah, like, Cordell shit this year. Mike I, I, Davis. Uh, I swear that he was their original running back, right? Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. He's yeah. one of those value guys. You get him like, oh, man, look at this production. I'm getting out of this guy way down here. And then it's that poison pill where you have to fucking keep him because he's produced enough. And then next thing you know, you own Mike Davis. Yep. Like uh, uh, another guy like that's Mostert. <laughs> Exactly. I had a hundred percent own share of him in my four dynasties. And finally I just like, nah, I got it down to zero. Like I, I know so many people who bought into him and he he was cheap. And he, when he stayed on the field, he produced. Well, he could break big runs and have big games. And like I said, I got him on the wire in all four of those leagues. No, I might've actually drafted him late in uh, that fourth dynasty. This was a startup a couple of years ago, but, but yeah, you didn't have to pay a lot to get him. And then uh, injury after injury, the nice 29 coming well, back off of back-to-back injuries. Niners ride their runners hard. Like you, you, you're taking damage if you're on the 49ers, <laughs> like they just pound the ball. Like they even do it with uh, Debo, right? Now I've seen it. Like when we played him and we lost, he like got injured and went off the field like three times in the same game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't think you're gonna last doing stuff like that, bud. It's like Zeke. I don't know how he's done that year after year. I don't know what they're gonna do with him. He's eating up so much of their cap. Yeah, he's got one more year to prove himself. I think. I this think is they got the last motive. proof. I mean, I they've already they might have already been talks about it if they would have done it, if they're thinking about it. Well, yeah, they've already had to unload how much salary. They said they let, uh, well, they traded one of their wide Amari receiver, Cooper. and then they let uh, they let another one walk. Who the hell did they let go? Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, but they let not Gallup, was it? He no Gallup. Gallup's paid. still there. Yeah. They paid Gallup and let. Uh, I know who you're talking about though. He had some decent games. That right. dude. I'm trying to think of his name. Yeah, drawing a total blank. But then, the, yeah, so they they had to kind of let some guys walk and trim some salary. And when they're sitting there paying all this money to Zeke and Tony Pollard's been effective as hell. Like I was going to say, I thought Tony Pollard like should have won the position. I thought, especially what they're paying him. It's he was like 
getting, uh, I guess, more yards per carry than Zeke was. But Zeke also had that like PCL tear or whatever. Yeah, he's still assume he's working back into shape last year. But but yeah, yeah. I, I, that's a hell of a cap hit. Yeah, I forgot they picked up James Washington. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of the replacement for all of that that they let go. Oh, this is gonna annoy me because I can like see his face. <laughs> yeah, it's killing me that uh, that it's not just popping into my head because he's not bad either. No, I remember there being speculation that basically the yeah they move Cooper, they're going to re-sign this guy, and, and then it was like oh, apparently not. I mean, James Washington, Gallup, and... Oh, Cedric Wilson. Oh, Wilson is the one they let go. Yeah, that's right. Juice that baby all the way up, Cedric. Where'd he go? Miami. They're stacking up down there. Yeah, that's why Parker was (laughs) not not really going to be retainable there. And he doesn't work for Tua's play style either. Well, and they've got all these fast dudes now. It's like, ah, just I'm interested to see what the Patriots do with him. Oh, you know, Mac Jones is going to toss it up to him. Mac okay. Jones is he he's one of those dudes that's willing to throw a 50 50 ball. So like, I think I had 50 percent ownership in him. Uh, I traded him off in a 10 man. The only problem with that is. I feel like they were really liking. Oh, born. Yeah. I feel like they really liked him and they still have Jacoby Myers. Yeah. So I don't know what they do with Nikhil Harry. I'm assuming maybe he doesn't even make the squad. He's a first round draft pick, wasn't he? I feel like he hasn't really done much. (laughs) No, he's done next to nothing. Dwayne Haskins. That's a. Yeah. That's that's fucking crazy. I was. If anyone's actually listening to this, if you ever are on the side of the highway, do not get out of your car. Right? Like the number one thing. <laughs> I've seen so many videos of people get getting killed like that, like online, like they just like get out of their car. Because like on the highway, no one, everyone puts on cruise and they just go into mind numb mode. They're not paying attention. Yeah, you ain't supposed to be there. They ain't looking out for that. And if you do, you go on the other side. Man, that's now, crazy. I didn't realize like how much of like a smart dude he was. Like I went and watched a bunch of stuff of him. Super smart guy. Well, and he's another one that was what 24, but it seems like he's yep. been around forever. So it's like, oh fuck. Yeah, Washington for like one year, and that's it. And then he was just behind, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think we I said we signed him for nothing. I mean, that was I and, was excited about that. How many times did I tell you, uh, Coach, he fucking loved that dude. I heard him say so many times before that that he loved that dude. He talked so much of him that I was like, man, he might see the field this year at some point. I was looking forward to camp. I was really thinking we were going to wind up getting rid of Rudolph in the end. Oh, I thought for sure you guys were going to. As I thought it would be, yeah, we'd keep two on the squad, and I, I figured Rudolph would be the one they'd let go so they wouldn't have to worry about his second contract. What's his contract like? Uh, he's got to be nearing the end of his rookie deal. He was a third round pick. So what, what do we get him for four years? Maybe 
Has he been there four years? Uh, that's not a giant hit then. But yeah, I mean, no, I mean, they're not going to pay him. What are you going to do with him? You guys have already seen what he's got. Right. He's, he's got no trade value. Um, Best thing that ever happened to him was Miles Garrett hitting him with a helmet. <laughs> it was, like, he was done after that. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. It's weird because like everyone hated him after that. And Mason Rudolph. And it's weird because Miles Garrett's like, he said a racial slur. And it's like, uh, there's mics everywhere, Miles Garrett. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, some dude fucking tries to sneak in a fart on the sideline. There's a guy behind him with a fucking boom mic and a dude on the side with a directional mic and one of those plastic clear shells pointing at him like a gun. Yeah. It's like they've got two angles so they can play the fart and five one fucking stereo sound. But it's like somehow that Donald he, clip too. like they got him when he was losing by like 30. He went on the sideline. He's like, man, I'm seeing ghosts out there. I don't see. <laughs> They're like, oh, God, he forgot he was mic'd up. He's like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go get another drink. My fucking cotton mouth is kicking. Sounds good. All right. You bet. Oh, that's you. great. Smoking some Delta or what? Remember when like dabs first came around? They didn't really know how to make them that well yet. And if like you touched it, it's not coming off your fingers. Like whatever it touched, it stuck to you. Yeah. That's what my buddy was telling me yesterday. He's like, well, I don't know. The stuff I got was like honey and it just stretched. And like, well, shit, my dog ate was like candy and you cracked it with a fucking metal thing. Oh yeah. There's all different kinds now. Like right now I got like crumble. I don't even know how to explain. It's basically like Rocky, you know? Hmm. And then there's like live resin, which is just heat pressed weed. And then the weird. Yeah. That shit is top of the line. Is it? <laughs> yeah. That's the best stuff you can get oil wise. Hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah. Live resin is like the top of the line stuff. Yeah. Cause like they come out differently based on like how they extract it. So there's like shatter crumble live resin, like, they're they're deep into it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You knew that was it's like the next evolution. Yeah. Show like it hippie from the sixties. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck is why do we need a torch? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, just get me a good old zigzag and I'll roll it up in there. Size of my finger, because the crap we're smoking back then is barely enough to get you a buzz. Yeah, nowadays you just hold a button on a pen too long and you're fucked for the day. Right. You can see through time. Yep. It's not good. There's been a few times where I like took breaks and then hit a pen at the bar. And I'm like, oh, I made a grave mistake. I think everyone's staring at me now, <laughs> judging me. This oh. is a terrible idea. I think my favorite one of those of all time. <clears throat> we had a bar uh, blocked from our house in Lacrosse, Chubb's Pub. And they had an old school Chubbs cigarette pub. machine in the corner. <clears throat> like you cigarette pulled... machine. That sounds amazing. Oh yeah, you probably those are probably before you. Yeah, it's like never a seen one. Cigarette vending machine. Looks like it's out of the fifties or maybe the sixties. Big metal case. That's amazing. Oh yeah. 
That's like yeah. Japan vending machines for everything, <laughs> right? Like ramen noodles and women's panties, anything you yeah. want in Japan. Yeah, it was a big metal box, glass front, and then each column had a different kind of cigarettes, and there was like a pull lever. So you'd feed money into it, and it was usually quarters because it was like a fucking vending machine. So you had to feed all this fucking cash, and then you'd pull the lever, and the cigarettes would fucking drop out. Yeah. Well, we eat a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> oh, God. And we walk a block down the street, just, you know, kind of waiting to see if they're kicking in. So right when you're in that phase, we walk into the bar. And my buddy's like, I need cigarettes. So he goes over. At this stage, it's probably, what, $5 in quarters? So he stands there feeding all these quarters <laughs> into the machine, each one chunk into a big box of change so every time oh, he's doing it he's like it starts looking to over feel it. like a half hour yeah and every time one drops in like he's looking and thinks everybody's staring at him for doing it so you can see him like getting he's more getting and self-conscious more yo as he's going each one he's like shrinking and then <laughs> he pulls the lever nothing fucking happens <laughs> He pulls it a couple more times. Nothing happens. He's got to hit the change return. Oh, my. $5 and quarters go whoosh. He just fucking scooped him up like a goddamn raccoon into his hoodie and then just walked out the door. (laughs) Oh, God. He's like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Okay. I kind of have a similar story about the last time I took acid. I, uh, my, this was like the second time I took them. My buddy's like, here, take this. And I looked at it. And I'm like, that's a lot bigger than a normal tab. He's like, oh, it's like three. So I just took it and I get home and, you know, I'm just like too, you know, you know, you're just too fucking trippy to really do anything. You're kind of just walking around in your house. Yeah. Just and like I'm that, like, yeah. oh, I'll go out on the balcony and smoke a down. cigarette. Yeah. And I go out on the balcony. I light up a cigarette. I look up. There's a dude sitting in the car right in front of me. I lock eyes with him. I throw the cigarette and walk back inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't no, do this. No, uh, like, nope. You know there's nope. going to be an audience. This is a deal breaker. Guys, like, I uh, can't even imagine what that dude was thinking. <laughs> I, I had a buddy. Hippie Brandon. This guy was a fucking tree. Oh. I've heard your stories on drinks with Rod. <laughs> yeah, he was just amazing. So he would tell, he used to go, him and his buddies would go to Great America mm-hmm. one, once a year, usually towards the end of the summer, more towards fall. Oh, and they'd just trip their balls off. Yeah. So Brandon's like, well, you know, I'm going to Great America to trip my balls off. I don't want to be bothered. So he had a hooded sweatshirt and on the front of it, he took a fat Sharpie and wrote, leave me alone. I'm tripping. Oh my. <laughs> so he puts this thing on and his friends like, Brandon, what are you doing? You got to take that off. Fucking turn that thing inside out. Fine. Takes it off, turns it inside out, puts it on. And on the front of it, it says, leave me alone. I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like, I turned it inside out. I like, oh, I took a, uh- acid with my cousin that night that night i was talking about and i couldn't sleep and uh he lives up the road from me i swear to god he took like the same amount as me i look up the street he's mowing his lawn (laughs) 
he's i message him he's like yeah that was a pretty interesting morning my girlfriend told me to mow the lawn and i didn't want to tell her i was fucked up so i just did it <laughs> it's all in a weaving pattern all over the place oh he said that he's like i'm pretty sure i missed like half the yard yeah there's no way too many random experiences like that yeah there's not so much with acid though mainly just mushrooms well mushrooms feel a little more social like you (laughs) you might be able to go out and interact where like acids like uh can we interact should we it's always been like different for me it's always been like completely different almost every time i've done like shrooms and acid like i'm either having an amazing time and laughing my ass off or i can't be around people i don't know yeah yeah oh my god i gotta i I gotta tell you one of the best ones ever we were just talking about this on the dynasty football podcast but we're like no let's not get into the story but you know what on this podcast let's get into the story exactly (laughs) it's been about 25 years so i figure i'm good and now the half-assed podcast proudly presents statute of limitations theater featuring a story 25 years in the making the ford escort cornfield story Any hoodles, me and uh, Jonah and Corporal Rick, that wasn't his name yet, uh, that came later in the night, we're driving around in the van and we come across a dude we know, Thad, who's just tripping his balls off. You can see it. it like yeah. He looks feral and sweaty and his eyeballs feral. are Feral, that's exactly how you should describe them. Exactly. Like he's on the square uptown, like looking like a creature and we're like, Thad. <laughs> You need to get in the he's van. Gollum. He did, yeah, but the dude's like six three, so he's like, oh, and he sounds like a Wookie. And you know, his voice lowered even more when he's tripping his balls off. So he's up there just looking all gnarled, like uh, like Thad, get in the fucking van, oh, man. You can't fun be out fact, here. That's why they call people Wooks. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call that's like a super common term nowadays for like oh, people in California. No nice. take a lot of psychedelics, they're Wooks. <laughs> That is fantastic. I'm not joking. Oh, it's super common. Oh, God. So so we get him in the van and it turns out there's another dude, a friend of ours who he was trying to avoid. He was tripping too hard, did not want to be around this guy. So he's like, you got to hide me. You got to hide me. I can't let this guy see me. So we put him in the van. Sure. Shit. 30 seconds later, dude pulls up next to us in the car. Hey, you guys seen Thad? And he's in the back just shrinking. Oh, no. The, the windows probably are heard his name and he probably was like, oh, God, I'm yeah. in trouble. The windows were tinted so he couldn't see him in the van. But Thad could look out and see the guy like two feet away. And he's just uh. so we're like, all right, well, let's get the hell out of town. So Thad's like, well, you guys hit me. I'll give you some acid. So we take it and we, we start driving around and we're doing the whole, you know, is it kicking in yet? Well, I don't know. How, how do you guys feel? And I had a little Ford Escort with a moonroof. So the dude in the back seat smoking a cigarette and he reaches up the moonroof and flicks it. Well, the cherry came out and apparently lands on my shoulder. Oh, God. I've seen so, stuff like that happen. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Trying to get it off right off the road into a fucking cornfield. Boom. Car hits the ground. Everybody gets out and fucking bails. So I'm just standing there next to my car in a cornfield tripping. 
Like, oh no. Like, okay, where'd everybody go? How do we, how do I get out of here? So I calm down. I get my shit together. I look and I can like drive through the field slowly. We get up and there's like an exit road. Uh, so uh, I was going to say, you, you should be able to just drive out of cornfield. I yeah, think. It, it wasn't so bad. The The hard part was coming down the straight embankment. We made it through that. So we, we drove up and this hill is like fucking steep. I'm like, how do I get out of here? Well, Jonah and Rick are in front of me going, you got to, you got to, you got to really go, start. man. You yep. got to go. So I go back up. I hammer it. Boom. I hit this fucking wall. And I'm just like, guys, there's no way. And they're standing there going, no, no, you got, you got to go faster. I'm like, there's no faster. I'm you destroy your front end. Okay. So I backed up. I did. I fucking put it in gear, took off, boom, slammed in again. And my, you guys, there's no, no, you got to go faster. I'm like, (laughs) so I back up, turn my car to the right where I see that it is an access road and they are directing me directly into the fucking side of it. Oh my. Yeah. Like, you know, if I drove, if you, Oh, it's one of those things where you realize there's been a way you could just drive out the whole time. Yeah. But I'm listening to two people who are tripping their balls off in a cornfield and they're telling me, you know, hit the, hit the wall harder. And I was okay. You guys would know you're over there and I'm over here. So you clearly have the best vantage point. That's one of those things where you're just like, oh, these fucking assholes. You just drive away. Then they're tripping in the side road. No one around. They'll give them shit about it. Yeah. So I drove up. We get in the car. We start driving away. And we're like, oh, my God. I can't believe we got out of. Hey, where's that? (laughs) What? You left a person or what? You're fucking. He was gone. He was nowhere. So we start driving down the road like we've got to find this fucking guy. And literally, we, we make it about a half mile. And we look out in the field. There's a cornfield, but they it's the beginning of the summer. They're like six inches tall, little stalks of corn. And there in these rows of six inch high corn stalks is a six foot three man tripping his balls off, squatted down <laughs> like he's hidden behind the corn. Oh, and we like that. I'm surprised. I can fucking he- see you. Surprised he didn't. Car. 